So if you, if you had to describe your life story in about two minutes or less, name if you want to tell me your name, where you're from, and then like the three to five significant life events or bullet points to how you got to a Zoom chat talking to a stranger on a podcast, how would you do it? Yeah. Um, so I'll uh, go ahead and introduce myself. I'd uh, prefer not to use my real name. So I uh, tend to stick with uh, Squid Online. So I'll just go by that for now. Um, I'm uh, kind of your typical Southern California kid. Uh, grew up um, in the desert, moved from the desert kind of into the valley, and then uh, actually ended up moving um, up to Northern California uh, about almost about four years ago now at this point. Um, I uh, was kind of a screw off C student and uh, uh, didn't go to college, did try that, but uh, believe it or not, being a screw off college student ain't, ain't very great for you. Mm -hmm. um, got into uh, doing IT technical support uh, pretty early in, um, been doing that for about 10 years now, and um, I'm actually working at a local university, um, which uh, that's a bit of a newer thing. So actually on that point, uh, all opinions are my own and don't reflect the understanding and yada yada of my employer. <laughs> okay. Who's watching? Who's listening? That's yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> Is this the same school you went to as an undergrad or grad? Uh, no, actually. So I uh, I didn't actually end up graduating college at all. Okay. I uh, went and tried that for about a semester and then uh, got into the IT workforce pretty early in. I did end up working at the high school district that I had graduated from, though, mm -hmm. pretty early in. I was a uh, the earliest employee within their entire district for about a year and a half. Um, okay. Yeah, oh, I was wow. uh, 19 at the time. Gotcha. So you don't regret the decision to not finish or is it working out or you want to go back at some point? It's kind, of a, it's kind of a mix. Okay. Um, I, uh, I do plan on eventually trying to pull classes here and there now, okay. but you know, kind of working towards some of that higher ed, it'll, it'll be a little bit easier now. Um, mm -hmm. Working for working within education, the cost on things is a little bit lower than uh, right. going as an actual student. No, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot of programs like if you work at a university, your children can go there for free. So uh, there's probably a lot of ways to make it more affordable or working at, at the university yourself. So yeah, definitely um, does factor into the long game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Speaking of the long game, if you could extrapolate out maybe the next five to 10 years of your story, where would you like to be then? Anything on the horizon or dreams? Yeah, actually. So um, like I said, we moved up uh, to this area just about four years ago. Um, I, uh, I'm i actually getting married next month, which is oh, really exciting. Congratulations, um, sir. Thank you. Yeah, we've uh, we've been together for about 10 years. Not exactly a high school sweetheart situation, yeah. but uh yeah, we've, we've known each other for a really long time. So, um, yeah, continuing to try to build that up and get that going and probably within two, three years have kids and you know, try to try to keep that on lockdown and yeah, yeah keep life That's running. Interesting. What is a uh, wedding planning post COVID like? Is that a shorter, you know, guest uh, list or what is this? No destination wedding? What does it look like uh -huh. for you? So in our case, because uh, actually a lot of our family is still in Southern California, um, we're doing something small up this way. So we're having our family come up, but um, yeah, we're not uh, we're not having a huge, you know, big old banger of a wedding up here. Not currently. Uh, we are planning on having uh, probably about 50 people together um, in about six months. We're gonna we're gonna kind of break out the wedding ceremony and like the reception a little bit spaced out because of COVID and all that too sure yeah i think that makes sense i would like yeah small wedding 50 or less i think that's an awesome idea 
Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of destination weddings too. Who knows? One day, but uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, with elderly people and trying to get you know everybody all yeah. coordinated. You know that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, and then uh, you chose, or yeah, decided you want to do some of the would you rather questions. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna jump off into that. First one's gonna be. Would you rather live in the wilderness far from civilization or live on the streets of a city as a homeless person? Hmm. Um, would probably have to lean towards living in the wilderness, but that does depend on the wilderness. I feel like there's a lot more stuff out there that would try to kill you than within the city. Right. And, uh, you know, it seems like things might be, I don't know, I'd, I would like to think things would be a little bit easier out in the wilderness at the very least you're not having to worry about people too much. Okay, so you're more worried about the people, and you, yeah. than than the animals. Have you done any hunting or any you know Boy Scouts? Yeah, anything? so I grew up hunting and fishing. Oh um, wow! I uh, I actually do a bit of hiking, um, as well. Okay. Um, something that's uh, uh, we're lucky enough we live in a country that lets you do this. But um, I actually recently got into uh, night vision, bought a pair of night vision, oh. and I've been doing night hikes. Um, so our area is heavily wooded, and right. uh, yeah, the woods definitely come alive at night. <laughs> I can't think of night vision goggles and not think of Step Brothers. Have you no. seen that? <laughs> yeah. Little fail. It's yeah. so freaking awesome, and it's just like doing night vision. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they, no power tools. They really are, man. <laughs> yeah, that's. What do those run? Like a good pair. Oh man, uh, don't tell the wife. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> expensive hobby, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely a buy once, cry once type of situation. Mm, um, I like that. Buy and cry. I like that. Yeah. So it's uh, they do hold their value pretty well. Um, okay. I got into it used for about twenty three hundred. So it's okay. a single tube. It's a decent unit, but uh, yeah, it's anywhere between about twenty three hundred up to fifty thousand. Oh, which on the high end. Yeah, that's like everything in between. My brother's kind of into photography now, or he's been into photography, and that's a very expensive hobby as well. You're talking three, mm-hmm. four, five, six, ten thousand dollar cameras. I'm like, dang man, you need to like pick something else. I got into triathlon stuff last year, so road bikes and tri bikes, those are ten thousand if you get a really good one. So there's all these expensive hobbies. I'm like, I need to pick something way cheaper. I guess I need to pick my ukulele up more. I guess maybe that's yeah, it. There you go. So um, here, check the check this out. I uh, yeah. I just dropped you a, a photo. I have been doing a little bit of night photography through it. Oh, um, okay. Been fun to get out and do some stuff. I'll try so, to put that in the show notes at some point. Yeah. Um, I'll look at that in a bit here. Very cool. Um, so that's been a new endeavor for you or has that been mm-hmm. something you've wanted to do for quite a while it, it's one of those types of things where i was checking it out i uh, uh had stumbled actually on r slash night vision on reddit had been lurking on that group for a while right. and ended up talking and kind of learning the ins and outs of it a bit and then right. yeah actually ended up finding a unit that was someone was selling full complete mm-hmm. uh, and ended up buying it actually from a user on reddit oh look at that small world that's how i found you r slash ask reddit <laughs> my favorite subreddit um kind of the origin of maybe the interest in the podcast but um no that's very cool i think the you know the um random stoical like um stochastic i I guess i should have said stochastic like happenstance of meeting strangers online and they get a good deal and you're into this hobby and oh you found somebody else i think that's really cool so um very cool um then the second question would you rather is going to be would you rather live your entire life in a virtual reality where all your wishes are granted or in the real world 
Oh, real world, definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's Great. living in virtual reality. That's just you know, there there would be real no motivation there, right? Mm. I mean, if if you get everything immediately right when you want it, and there's no working towards anything, I mean, there's yeah, it doesn't if you really woke seem like up a reason to live. and you were dropped into a virtual reality and you had no knowledge that you were in a virtual reality, would would you care if you couldn't tell? Um, if I couldn't tell, if you could not tell. So not. If, if if everything was kind of perfect and you got it, you know, everything you wanted immediately, I'd probably start to get suspicious pretty quickly. <laughs> in, but uh, yeah, I guess right. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like it'd be a fun playground for a little bit. Yeah, you know, check that out for a bit. Yeah, I, I, I think of like Black Mirror episodes and stuff like that. There's a couple, I guess. There's several playtests and um, what's the other one? Um, there's San um, San Junipero is another one where you're kind of living in a virtual reality. And then there's the other where they fight each other and they're uh, the two dudes with the VR headsets. So i always wonder like video game characters yeah if, like <laughs> if they have any one day sentience of like oh i'm in a game you know like i could break free i guess i have that sensation when i lucid dream do you ever lucid dream you're controlling uh, your i i had when i was a kid not so All much right. now um so i i'd actually looked into this because i i haven't been able to do it for a couple right. of years right um and it, my understanding is it has something to do with neuroplasticity to where as ah. you get older, you may or may not lose the ability to do that. So I used to be able to do that a lot when I was a kid, not so much now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do remember it though. And okay. at the very least for me, it was very much so like, uh, like watching like a pre-recorded dream was kind of the way of it. Mm, and right. then, then you could be like, no, nah, that plot point sucked. That's stupid pause it rewind that real quick we're gonna do something else real quick it's it's like being able to edit your dreams in real time right. like being able to like okay let's unwind that we're gonna do something different for that dream so that that's kind of where the lucidity of it would drop in sure. but uh yeah, yeah it wasn't cool. uh wasn't full lucid like i'm gonna fly right i usually have lucid dreams if it's a nightmare because at some point i realize <laughs> okay there's definitely not vampires in the real world and then i kind of <laughs> take over and i go like you know neo in the matrix mode and start kicking ass so that's the only time I have it, but I think you're, that's interesting. I'd have to look up like if it's more common in children to do that. I know you could train yourself maybe to learn how to do it, but uh, I've never heard about age making a difference. So that's really interesting. 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 Cool. Um, a third question is going to be, would you rather have a horrible short-term memory or a horrible long-term memory? Hmm. I think I would rather have to have a horrible long-term memory because i mean even then i mean you could you could make notes right i mean okay. so even if you didn't have a long-term memory yeah but, uh, I'm, I'm envisioning having a, a horrible short-term memory to where you can only remember things far in the past and like you're getting reset every five minutes that's that's kind of what i'm envisioning yeah like like even if it was a case of where you know you woke up and forget the days leading up to today i mean that just sounds awful right so yeah have you seen the movie memento christopher nolan um i've seen reviews of it i haven't watched yeah. it myself yet though i think um, it's like he loses long-term memory so he like tattoos himself and writes you know mm -hmm. sharpie on everything and it's been so long since i've seen it very good movie um probably my favorite i'm director. i'm more so thinking uh 
relating to movies uh 50 first dates with adam sandler yeah he's dating the girl that her memory resets every 24 hours right yeah. so she has long term but she doesn't mm-hmm. have any kind of short-term recall yeah. and that's what she you goes, would that's what you would like is that what you're saying i i would prefer to have uh better short-term memory than better. long-term memory okay better so. short so kind of maybe more functional day-to-day kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah, yeah I mean, at the very least, you could drop notes down, right? I mean, you know, yeah, you, it was at the end of the week, drop a note for the end of the week. Like, right. hey, yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah, that, I, that's a diabolical question. I hate both yeah. of those so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know what I, I wouldn't want to lose all my biographical information of who I am. And my, I had a great childhood. Depends, I guess, on your childhood trauma that might, you know, True. significantly alter for some people, right? But yeah I, I liked my childhood so much but yeah the short-term lack would be very hard to function so that is interesting but on the other half of it it's like where's the limit of long term is it like you've forgotten mm. everything from three years beyond like yeah. you just don't don't that's know a good about question. who you or anyone else is <laughs> yes that's what i realized with all the would you rather category is yeah. there's endless caveats <laughs> to every question and at some point that's a good point you make i don't know where psychologists draw the, the line between short and long term actually i should look that up but it, it always comes back that's what socrates says too right the, the beginning of every argument or debate is a definition right of terms so you're arguing the same from the same premises so I think, yeah, defining everything in the would you rather makes the most sense beforehand, but it's just kind of always a fun thought experiment. So just take it how you will. But good point. Yeah. You know, clarification on when the the start and the end of that would would make more sense. Um, Question four would is, would you rather be locked in a room that is constantly dark for a week or a room that is constantly bright for a week? Do I get night vision? <laughs> nah, you just broke the question, sir. Oh, I love this. You, for um, you alone, you do get your night vision because you drop two K yeah. on them. You you drop that much, yeah. I, I I could definitely see living in the dark for two weeks. I mean, I I, I feel like you'd kind of figure it out after a bit. Yeah. Um, like I I couldn't imagine you know just constantly being everything bright all the time. Mm. Yeah. I, but I guess then you could just, you know, put a pillow over your head when you sleep. But uh, you're right. that still sounds yeah. brutal. That's still, yeah, that'd be very tough. So you're choosing dark. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know, I'd have to look it up. I think the longest somebody has done something like this was a French scientist who lived in a cave for over a year, I want to say. Someone has to fact check me on that. But I think that's the longest. It's like over 12 months. Maybe it was like 15 months. Because um, they wanted to see, like, when he would perceive new year's would be hmm. so like he was he, he went in new year's and he wanted to see like without any access to time circadian rhythms a clock a watch anything when would he exit the cave thinking it had been a full year and i forget how close to his guesstimate it was but uh i think he was in over a year and so he overshot what he thought a year would be some french scientist a guy and that's the longest i've heard a human going without seeing the sun or any kind of daylight that is crazy so a week would be nice yeah 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 i mean i i can imagine like this this is kind of the way that i'm looking at it like if if i if you were completely blind to where you were only seeing the equivalent of like darkness all the time like at the very least and you could sleep right but that would definitely throw off your uh your day night rhythm rhythm Mm -hmm. but if uh if you were just seeing light all the time constantly 
Like, right. I, I have to imagine that drive you insane after a while. Right. I think the insanity thing would be a, a lot easier. Going crazy would be a lot easier if it was constantly bright. Yeah, because then you would, you probably wouldn't be able to sleep. And if you're not able to sleep, then everything is going to just trickle down from there for sure. So I would choose darkness, probably. I would choose sleep. You know, there's a lot of good Dark Knight quotes that you can throw in here for Bane. You know, really <laughs> adopted the dog. I was born in it, molded by it, all that kind of stuff. And I'm a big fan of that that whole series, like I said, the Christopher Nolan. So, yeah, I'm going dark. I'm with you, Team Dark. And uh, you're lucky because you got the night vision. So you're set, man. You're good. Um, last, would you rather is going to be, would you rather live without the internet or live without AC and heating? Um, I think I could live without AC and heating. That, that, that's extremely dependent on where you're living though mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. some places it's just a death sentence without that but uh yeah yeah d definitely uh yeah inter in well in my case though I, I think i'm a bit biased i mean I, I work on computers and work in it for a living so without internet i'm out of a job <laughs> you're out of a job that's right well you can go to the wilderness like you wanted to do and you wouldn't have either of those so mm -hmm. um that's a good point but yes you are out of a job i'm in redding california now and so it's routinely over 110 degrees in the summers. It's, it turns out I just moved here. So I'm finding that one out. And uh, that's brutal. But I do have AC where I'm living. So that's yeah. a blessing. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have to talk to you about that a little bit just so I don't dox myself after. But uh, you're, uh, you're not that far from me. Ah, put it that way interesting <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so that's it's new it's a new uh, journey that i'm on here but um yeah it's a good point i think some of those things we uh, kind of hold on to so it's interesting to live without it for a certain period of time um i'll hit you with one or two deep questions just trying to mix it up here a little medley uh first right. one's going to be when do you feel most alive in life in general what activity or what things mm -hmm. going on when you feel alive most alive huh um i i really like being able to uh find solutions to issues for things mm -hmm. again leaning back to the tech and support side of things it's a uh, it's very fulfilling when um when you're given an issue or someone else isn't able to fix something and it gets escalated up to you and they're like, we have no idea what this is, how to fix this or mm. set the other thing. And you're able to kind of come in and break it down and figure it out. It's like a really complex logic puzzle that, uh, mm. you know, it's not just a uh, Sudoku or, or mm. uh, word, word cross or anything like that. It's you know, sometimes it's, Hey, our business is down. We're losing money. We, we need to get this going. And there, there's a certain panic to it, but it's, it's controlled chaos. But, uh, mm. you know, when, uh, when you're able to kind of fix something and you have the suspicion and you kind of pick up the six about things and, you know, I think it's this and you, you end up being right. It's very fulfilling and very satisfying when it's like, uh, very gratifying to be like, yeah, I was right. I, I, I was right. And I knew what that was. And, you know, I, fi I fixed it for these people. Yeah. Right. You know, awesome. it's, a, it's kind of very mechanical. Right. I, I have to imagine yeah. it's similar, like a mechanic working on things. It's like this right. car won't run and they just mm -hmm. spend tons of time and beat it until it works. And then it's just, yeah, it's running now because I made it work. It's kind of exactly. like that. I imagine. Do you find yourself ever fall into like what's a quote unquote flow state when you're working? Like it just time slows down or certain things get easier or is it kind of, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah yeah definitely um 
the uh, the way I kind of explain it to some of our our newer techs that are coming in that I'm working with, that um, things are so relational with computers mm -hmm. and IT. It's very much so like, you know, mentally I even kind of have like, like kind of like a bubble map. Like these things connect to this, and those talk mm -hmm. to that. And it's kind of yeah, it's just kind of a state of working through things. And you know, someone describes a problem to you, and you have that itch in the back of your brain that's like, there's no way that it could be this, but I'm gonna check this first. Mm -hmm. And when when occasionally when you're right on that, it's like yeah, I knew it. You just, right. You, you don't know why you knew it, but you knew it. So yeah, yeah you kind of get into a flow state with some of that. That's really cool. I think that just comes with years and years like you said 10 years in the industry i think a book relevant to that would be blink from malcolm gladwell it's just kind of like people that can really quickly perceive a whole lot of information and come to the right conclusion instantly right and law enforcement or psychologists and he talks about marriage counselors who can tell who's going to have a divorce within a year within two minutes or less of meeting a couple right so that's kind of what you're describing like oh i for whatever reason think it's this solution and, and i'm gonna kind of try that first even though that might not be the flow sheet of algorithms you kind of normally run yeah it's it's like a strong gut feeling that uh mm -hmm. you know it's in, in the cases of someone like a marriage counselor or a police officer i mean yeah you know it's it could be seen as like prejudice i'm sure in those mm -hmm. cases but also it's kind of like you have a strong gut feeling that may or may not be seen as prejudice but sometimes you're right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to argue against that when you know, especially yeah. when it's a difficult situation that you were right about right interesting and then uh, last question, last deep question, kind of a standard stock one, but what is your greatest fear in life? Ooh, um, for me as an individual, um, I genuinely worry about getting sick. Okay. Like, yeah. like, like chronically ill sick. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I definitely do not think that we do enough um, as far as healthcare goes in the U.S. And right. the fact that it's a, a you drew, you know, the, a bad card in the genetic lottery. So you know, now you're now you're reduced to uh, you, have, you know, you've got tons and tons of debt and you're not able to do anything with it. And it, you know, it just it can destroy people um, from both from a quality of life standpoint. But, you know, you spend a lot of time building something up and. Yeah, the the threat of being able to lose that so quickly just because of the systems that we're operating within is horrifying. I mean, it's it, I don't know. I, I I don't think all country or any other country has it more figured out than we do. But at the very least, it seems like they've got more of a safety net than we do. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, working in healthcare as a physical therapist, obviously, I can kind of see what for lack of the emphasis on preventative care really looks like when you see so many people come in and you're just barely able to walk get out of a chair you know go 10 minutes of any kind of cardio and you know respiratory fitness and, and all kind of stuff so yeah that kind of emphasis on just yeah or, or cases of people calling uber over an ambulance because they're horrified at the bill that they'd get that it's yeah just, no that's insane yeah it's someone told me it's like um playing roulette when you walk into a hospital it's like is this going to cost $10 or $100,000? I'm really not sure at this point because Band-Aids get billed to insurance for literally hundreds of dollars, a single Band-Aid. So you never know what you're going to get. I try not to walk into hospitals, to be honest, because it's just it's a gamble. So mm -hmm. um, the sad state of the country. But um, yeah, unfortunately, we're going to end on that. Actually, there is one more question I always ask. If you could ask a stranger any question in the world, nothing was 
too superficial or deep, what would you ask and what would you want to know about somebody? Um, I'm trying to think of something that would kind of keep this as, as broad to yeah. any potential person you could come across. Yeah. Um, so I, I would kind of have to be a little vague with it, but um, mm-hmm. what's something from your culture that you wish that more people were aware of or, or what is a, what is a misunderstanding that you think people have about your culture that you'd like to correct? That's such a good question. I love the idea of like, what's a misunderstanding. I don't know. I just love that question because it's such, it's such a good open-ended question of like, let me correct some narrative and like, they get to teach you something. It's just like a, people like doing that. People like teaching somebody about a proper thing about their culture, how to say something or what this means. So I just, I love that. If you ask anybody, what's a misunderstanding that people have about you or whatever, like they will light up and they will love that. I think that's a great question in general. Yeah. People do like talking about themselves too. So (laughs) Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. Talk to them and say their name if you can and get them talking about themselves because that's everyone's favorite topic. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, well, Squid, thank you for the interview and taking the time today. Appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. Of course. And to everybody out there listening, I thank you for your support. This is Tyler telling you to go talk to a stranger. Peace.